You are tuned in to Awaken Radio with Connie Chapman. To listen to more episodes, go to ConnieChapman.com or subscribe on iTunes. Hi everyone, it's Connie here and welcome back to another episode of Awaken Radio. It is awesome to be here with you. What I'm really loving about this podcast at the moment is that I feel like it's become this beautiful space for me to come onto and share with you guys different things that I'm learning and practicing and working on and going through, and then share with you the different tools and methods and practices that I'm using in the moments that something challenges me or I get a little derailed or something comes up. And so today's episode is going to be very much about that. I want to talk to you about when fear takes over our mind, what it looks like when fear takes over our mind and how do we bring ourselves back into alignment with the feeling of faith, trust, inner knowing, centeredness, calmness, and that ability to just surrender to the unknown. And that's an energy space that I endeavor to spend most of my time in. It's really important to me that I live in a deep space of trust and inner connection and surrender. I've done a lot of work to drop my control patterns and get out of needing to understand and know everything. And so it's a real commitment of mine to live in that way. But I'll be honest, over the past few weeks, I went a little bit in the other direction. Fear really took over my mind. And this came about because I'd been in a big period of working quite a lot. I'd been working on bringing my online course, Slow Down and Tune Into Life. So I was putting in a lot of hours. I probably was not taking enough time to slow down and rest and recharge and tune back into myself. I was getting a little lost in the external. And I was looking very much at my timelines and my things that had to get done. I was planning, I was strategizing, and I was doing, doing, doing. And it was only through that experience that I realized just how disconnected we become when we're living in that way. When we don't have the practices to balance out that energy and slow down and come back inwards, we can get really lost. And that's what happened to me. I found my mind being overtaken by fear. I was getting a lot of negative stories playing through my head, really questioning myself, my abilities, If I could pull off this course, if I was even going to complete it, I was feeling a lot of anxiety about the unknown. I was finding it difficult to trust that everything was going to work out. And it reminded me of this feeling that I used to always have in my life before I had my inner connection, before I knew how to access my inner wisdom and my guidance. You know, when I was 25, and I share this in the welcome audio of Slow Down and Tune In, I share a bit about my story, but when I was 25, my only coping mechanism when I was in a state of anxiety and when I was having negative thoughts was to cut myself. And I remember that used to be what I would do when I had all this inner discomfort, I would get a pair of scissors and I would cut my hands because it alleviated my pain. I had no other tools. I had no self-awareness. I did not know how to support myself. And that was my only coping mechanism. And as the woman I am now, that is just heartbreaking to think back to how much pain I was in. 
And that's why I'm so passionate about what I teach in Slow Down and Tune In, because I now have this incredible toolkit of resources that allow me to calm and soothe myself, to love and support myself, and to hear a different form of wisdom beyond the fear-driven voice of my mind. So... In today's episode, I want to share with you a few practices that I took on board a couple of weeks ago when I was lost in the craziness and how I was able to shift my energy and my mindset and bring myself back into a state of faith. And I just want to say here that when we're going through periods of change in our lives or when we're stepping into the unknown or when we're going through big shifts, having our mindset tuned into faith is so important. Because it is very difficult to navigate the unknown from a headspace of fear. You're going to want to control everything. You're going to need evidence and proof constantly that things are going to work out. And you'll hesitate a lot. You won't really step forward into where you're being called to go because you won't trust that everything's going to be okay. And I've had this conversation coming up a lot in my coaching sessions. I've got some of my amazing one-on-one clients on the verge of incredible new chapters in their life, stepping into new things, revealing new parts of themselves to the world, potentially resigning their day jobs and going full-time into their soul work, offering their gifts, moving into state, doing a whole heap of exciting things. And many of them have come to our sessions with fear in their mind. Is it going to work out? Am I going to be okay? Will the money come through? Will the opportunity come through? Will I be alone? Will I fail? What's going to happen? And so I've guided them back into this energy of faith. And the energy of faith is the ability to trust what you feel, to trust your inner knowing, to trust your desire, to trust what you feel rather than what you see. Faith is the ability to trust what you feel rather than what you see. We all want evidence, don't we? We all want proof before we take action that everything is going to be okay. But faith allows us to just trust what we feel and keep showing up step by step. So let's talk about how we get into this energy. Our first beginning point is to actually catch and be aware of when fear has taken over your mind. Over the past five years of working with people from all around the world, I've come to recognize that many of us are living in a fear-driven mindset and we don't even realize. We don't even know that we are thinking with the energy of fear. And fear, when it fuels our thoughts, will have a lot of doubt, will think with limitation and lack and scarcity, will get caught in patterns of judgment and comparison and criticism. And we'll be disconnected from our inner power and we'll be trying to control the world in order to feel powerful. So it's very subtle and insidious sometimes. And I didn't even realize that fear had taken over my mind when I was working on my course. I was like, oh, well, I'm just really enjoying hustling and making stuff happen. And I didn't even realize I was totally wound up and disconnected from from my body. I was really stuck in my head. And so my first step was to catch that. So I want you to become aware of what it feels like in your body or what goes on in your mind when you're in that quite wound up, anxious, heady, overanalyzing, controlling kind of space. That's your first step is to become aware of how that plays out for you, because then you can catch it. And then you can say, oh, my goodness, fear has taken over my mind. And maybe you find that you're in this energy all the time. Trust me, as I just said before, I used to live in this energy all the time too. It doesn't mean anything has gone wrong. 
but I want you to have the tools and the inner resources to be able to support yourself through this. So when I catch myself in the craziness, when I notice that addiction to social media, that need to keep working and doing, that inability to sit still, that, you know, hopping into bed at night and my mind is racing and I can't slow down and fall asleep, they're my indicators. So I want you to know what your indicators are. You know, is it shallow breathing? Is it that knot in your shoulder? Is it that tightness in your belly? Is it that frenetic running around, constant doing? And then I want you to ask yourself, what is the fear-based thought that is driving this? Understand that pattern of behavior is always being driven by a fear-based story or a fear-based thought. So for me, for example, when I caught this out, I realized I was working so hard and doing so much because I was afraid of what would happen if I didn't. I was afraid I wouldn't get the course completed. I was afraid that it wouldn't be good enough. I was afraid that I was going to run out of time and things wouldn't come together. And so that fear, that fear-based story was pushing me into overaction, into I don't have time to slow down. I don't have time to have a hot bath and rest. I've got shit to do. (laughs) That was actually coming from fear. So that in itself is a very powerful thing to recognize is when there is a fear-driven thought behind the way that you're being or acting or showing up. And if you can identify what the fear-based story is, then you have the ability to shift it. That's your first point of power. So once I've identified that there is this fear-driven story going on in my mind, I then sit with my fear and I acknowledge it. So I'm not going to coddle it and kind of just wallow in it, but I want to hear it out. What I've come to notice after working with people for the past few years is that when you hold in an energy, whether it's a thought pattern or something that you're feeling, it just loops and loops inside of you. So when you notice that your mind is circling around something, it's usually because you haven't fully owned it and honored it and expressed it. It wants to be heard by you. It wants to be acknowledged. So I create the space to acknowledge my fear. And I actually do that by talking it out with myself. You can journal. And that's a beautiful place to get it out. But for me at the moment, talking it out and almost coaching myself through it really helps me. So I'll sit with myself and I'll often ask, okay, Connie, what's going on? Let's get honest. What is going on? Sit yourself down. Stop running away. Let's get honest. What is going on? And so I'll talk it out. I'll say, oh, you know, I'm feeling all this energy in my body. I feel this like fast paced energy. Like I just need to keep running and doing and hustling and I'm scared to slow down. And then I might ask myself, what are you afraid of? What are you really afraid of? And I'll say, I'm afraid that this beautiful project that I'm working on that I'm so passionate about isn't going to work out. I'm afraid that my vision that I can feel in my heart isn't going to come to fruition. I'm afraid that I'm going to run out of time and that if I stop and rest, I'm not going to get everything done. And so then I listen to that fear and I feel it in my body and I hold space and I go, okay, you're afraid. I understand that. That fear makes sense. It is understandable. I get it. And I have compassion for myself in that moment. I don't beat up on myself for having the fear. I almost treat the fear like a scared little child. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry to hear that you're afraid. There's a real vulnerability to that. I don't know if you can feel it, but when I really sit in my heart and I speak from that quite wounded space to myself and I say, you know what? I'm just really scared right now. It actually cracks my heart open. 
and it allows me to soften and have some compassion for myself and get ready to support myself through it. The third step here and the next thing that I do is I work on creating a shift in my energy rather than a shift in my thinking. It's really important that if you truly want to shift how you're showing up, how you're feeling, how you're being, that you don't just try to change your thought. You have to shift your energy first. So think about a time where you've had your head really taken over by fear. If I was thinking, you know, what mine was like a few weeks ago, if I'm sitting there in that energy and my body's tense and my breathing is shallow and my head is full, I can't just go, oh, love and light. Everything's going to be fine. I completely trust the universe. I'm just not going to feel it. So what you actually need to do is shift your energy first. And when you shift your energy, you'll get access to a different train of thinking. And you will also create the inner space to hear your loving inner wisdom. When we're so amped up and we're in our heads and it's really noisy up there, you can't hear your heart. You can't hear your intuition. It's impossible. So we actually need to shift our energy to create the space to hear that faith driven perspective to come into our bodies where we are safe, where we are supported, where we are guided. So this is about understanding yourself and knowing what works for you to really shift your energy when you're in a funky place. And this is one of the key things I teach you in Slow Down and Tune In is I want you to create a huge toolkit of resources. And this all comes from really getting to know yourself because different things work for everyone. It's not about just applying the tools that someone else practices. I want you to have the inner resources to know how to love yourself, support yourself, shift yourself out of fear and come back into alignment. Where I recommend you begin today is maybe with some journaling around this, around the beautiful little practices that help shift your energy, that take you out of feeling tense, tight, wound up, anxious, and which help bring you into a place of openness, ease, softening calm, flow, joy, bliss, pleasure, fun. (laughs) So just to list off some of mine, you know, it's things like putting on some beautiful music and dancing, even just music in general, the vibration of a certain song can help shift my energy. Movement is also fantastic. And I use movement practices all the time to shift out of fear. So that will be yoga, stretching, going on a nature walk, literally dancing around the house, sometimes even having a shower or a bath because your physiology creates your psychology. So the way that your body and your energy system is functioning determines your thinking, determines how you see the world. So you can actually experience amazing shifts in your mindset by first changing your energy. For me, it's also things like different smells. So I use different essential oils. I use incense. Having fresh flowers in the house makes a huge difference for me. It's even sometimes different foods. So maybe drinking a cup of herbal tea that instantly anchors me and grounds me and calms me. So I want you to write out a whole list of things for you. I want you to get to know yourself and the things that really help you shift your own energy. This is how we love and support ourselves, guys. We have to know what we need and we have to love ourselves enough to give it to ourselves. So start writing out that list of all the things that shift your energy, even if it's in the smallest way, 
that make you find more ease, more joy, more flow, more peace, more happiness, more love, whatever it is. So it is only now, after I've done something to bring myself into a space of calm, that I endeavor to go and access my inner guidance. I always need to do something first, because like I said, that place of faith, that place of inner knowing, that place of trust, that place where you are so in tune with your inner feelings and your inner voice that you know everything is going to be okay. It can only be found through space, through space. We need to create the space to get in there. And the thing is, it is so much of your true nature to be in that space that you will naturally drop in there. The minute you create the room for it, you don't actually have to try to get in there. It's who you are. It's your natural state of being. It's just that we disconnect all the time. So sometimes when I'm out on my walk or when I'm in the bath or when I'm in my yoga pose or when I'm just lying on the floor, breathing in my essential oils and staring at the ceiling, the minute that I find that feeling of ease and I go, and that kind of inner space opens up, then I start to hear this different train of thinking. It is love-driven guidance. Understand the loving guidance, the loving thoughts arise from deeper within you. They don't arise from your head. They arise from right down inside of you. And so if we want to access that guidance, we have to drop down. I talk a lot in my work about the power of our body, our body wisdom. All of your deeper wisdom, guys, flows through your body. So you'll start to hear some loving inner wisdom rising up. And you can even put your hand on your heart and ask yourself, what would my heart say to me about this situation? What wisdom does my inner guidance have for me? Universe, give me a sign. Tell me something. Show me what I need to know about this situation. It's from this karma inner space that you can ask. You can ask for the messages. You can put your attention on your heart and breathe into it and really ask for a love-driven perspective on this situation. And that's exactly what I have been practicing over the past couple of weeks. And I found myself finally really dropping back in, feeling back in my body, feeling back in my power, hearing that phenomenal inner guidance that just speaks to me so beautifully and says to me, here's what you need to do. Everything's going to be okay. We've got you. You've got nothing to worry about. You're amazing. We love you, right? And isn't life a lot more easy when we have access to that train of thinking? I mean, imagine if that was what your self-talk was like 24-7. It can be when we're connected to this deeper part of ourselves and we're not living in our heads all the time. And this is exactly why I created my course, Slow Down and Tune In, because I wanted to give you the tools and the resources to be able to experience this. This is what I've been practicing over the past eight years of my life and what I've been teaching my clients for the past five years. And it has absolutely changed everything for me. And this is why writing this course took me so long. It took me about nine months to pull together this course because I was reflecting on the past eight years of my life. I was thinking, what took me from that woman who her only coping mechanism was to cut herself with a pair of scissors to the woman I am now? And I really thought back to absolutely everything I did throughout that journey. And I've put it into this course. And I want you to know with this course, this is not a change your life in three months program. That's not the intention at all. My intention is for you to learn tools and practices that you will apply for the rest of your life. This is a new way of living. This isn't a quick fix. 
like I said, it's taken me a long time to practice this stuff, but I feel so empowered knowing now that I know myself, I know how to support myself, I know how to catch fear, I know how to shift out of fear, I know what my inner guidance sounds like and feels like, I know how to tune in and access that. It is one of the most important and powerful things that you can learn how to do. So if you've been craving that feeling of feeling connected and calm and supported and guided, but you've really struggled with how to get there, that's what this course will teach you. You'll receive a lot of practical tools that will guide you there step by step. So if you want to find out more about that, enrollments are now open. You can go to ConnieChapman.com slash tune in. That's all one word, tune in. Enrollments are open until August 2nd, but I recommend that if the course pulls at you, jump on board relatively soon because there's a lot of juicy pre-work on there that you want to have some time to work through before the course begins. So if that resonates with you, I would love to see you in there. If not, I hope that what I've shared in this episode today is a beautiful starting point for you and will be enough to help you get back in your power so you can create shifts to how you feel and so that you don't have to constantly feel like a victim to your mind, right? Like your mind is just taking you over all the time. I want you to come into a space where you have mastered your mind and mastered your energy and you're living in your power. So if you have any thoughts, feedback, experiences from this episode that you want to share with me, you are welcome to shoot me an email at hello at ConnieChapman.com or come on over to my blog at ConnieChapman.com and leave me a comment. If you love Awaken Radio, please pop on over and subscribe on iTunes. And while you're there, I love if you would leave a review and some feedback and give it a rating out of five stars, because the more of those reviews that we get, the more exposure this show gets to more people. So thank you for your support. Thank you for being here. And I look forward to speaking to you next time on Awaken Radio. Lots of love. Bye.